Hello, everyone. In this episode and the next one, you are going to hear from Jake Stone. He is the co-host of Haley's podcast, uh, the horror comedy podcast, THC podcast. Uh, Normally, this is the time where I would let the guest tell you about themselves. Uh, But I fucked up when we recorded the interview, and I forgot to hit record for the first uh, five or ten minutes. Yes, I am an idiot. We all know this. But not to fear, you didn't miss much because Jake was luckily recording on his end the whole time. So first, we are going to hear him talk a bit about their podcast, uh, and then with the magic of re-recording and editing, we will seamlessly go into his history with weed, and then the rest of the interview. So our podcast is pretty much, you know, kind of how it sounds, you know, it's the horror comedy podcast, a little spinoff of, you know, THC. Uh, We pretty much, Haley pretty much tries to scare me, okay? I... Do not do well with scary things. I don't like ghosts. I don't like uh, haunted objects. I don't like true crime. So she will tell me a story that she finds. Um, and I, I say I'm not scared, but I'm, I get pretty scared. And then we just smoke a bunch of weed. So tell me about the first time you got high. So the first time I ever got high, I was actually... Um, I'm originally from Minnesota, but I'd moved to Colorado for school and stuff like that. So I was at my friend's house, and this was, I don't know, during Call of Duty Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 1, I believe. And um, we were playing zombies, and my friends, they're from California, so they've been exposed to weed you know, much longer than I have. And they're like, hey, do you want to hit this? And I was like, what is it? And he pulls out this pomegranate bottle that he has rigged into some sort of hookah smoking contraption okay when I, when i first saw it i was like yo are, are, are we what are we doing bro like like i'm just this innocent little midwestern kid and i was like okay well i'm down i ain't i ain't no square so i i ripped that hookah for as long as i could and i just remember feeling i was like super warm and then all of a sudden i look at the start to play zombies again and that's when it really hits me i'm stoned to the bone and uh they're all like hey yo come revive me come revive me and i'm literally just sitting in one little spot on the map looking down at my feet spinning in circles and i'm just like i'm like bro where are you (laughs) and just like from then on it was a wrap like i knew that um you know cannabis was gonna be uh, a big a big part of my life after that because <laughs> it was just it was a great time and you know that feeling you get when you know everything's right and uh you're with your friends and it's just a great atmosphere it just i think it really like enhanced my high and i was just i was just floating off those good vibes that we were having and it was actually blue dream was the first strain that I had ever smoked, so okay, a very good relationship with Blue Dream. <laughs> Did you say um, how old you were? I can't remember. Yeah, I was about like 19, 19 okay. or twenty or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't exactly eighteen because I moved out to Colorado when I was eighteen, uh, and I had held off, you know, a little while. But then I think I think I was about twenty when it was the first time I ever smoked weed. The Got first it. time I ever saw weed was I was eighteen. And, 
these guys in high school were passing around a soda can with weed crumpled up on it. And I was like, you guys are fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm not hitting that. <laughs> and then a couple years later, everything changed. Yes. And I've actually smoked out of pop cans many a times now. So. Oh, sure. <laughs> now I think you can even buy like ceramic uh ceramic bowls that look like the cans that people used to make in high school or whatever that are sort of crushed down with like the holes punched it punched in them and but they're like actual like made out of ceramic or something like that it's very cool that's i feel like that's probably a better way to go just because you're not smoking the uh the metal the tin yeah the metal (laughs) the the graphic that's wrapped on there right right yeah that's not probably not a very good idea um you know but people in high school who know they they don't care exactly they don't they turn into engineers as soon as they don't have anything to smoke out of oh yeah yeah it's funny especially like i've heard stories of people in college who are engineers or who studying to be engineers and the things that they come up with on ways to get high are like I've, i've heard some just insane stories about that yeah, I wish I w- my friends were engineers. We- <laughs> yeah, you, when when you need a way to get high, you will you will figure it out. There there's some way out there. Um, and then, so after that experience, was it were you instantly hooked, or um, you know, did you try it the next day? Was it a month, year? How did that go? I don't think uh, I was still living with my mother at the time, who is a very you know, strict Baptist woman. Mm. Okay. So, um, I didn't really do it too much unless I was with my friends from California because, you know, I knew like they, they smoked weed their entire life. So I knew they wouldn't like do me wrong or anything like that. And then they actually, you know, got like kicked out of their house and then they came to live with me. And then I just started smoking more and more and more. And then I was going to school for criminal justice and I got a job um, doing security for a dispensary, mm. and that's when I was like, "Oh, oh, this is this is awesome! Why am I on this side of the of the cash register? I want to be on that side of the cash register." So from and then you know from there it was a wrap. It was pretty much you know you get a discount on weed, and I was like getting free samples. So I knew I was like, this is, this is awesome. And I just want to smoke weed every day, all day. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the life for you. Uh, yeah. So what, what happened with that? So you, you did end up getting to the other side of the register and uh, what, what's, what's, how did that go? So, yeah, I, you know, I didn't, I got a, a job interview for this one dispensary and, you know, they were super cool and I didn't want to do security for them. And I told them that, and they're like, yeah, you can just be, you know, a bud tender. I was like, awesome, awesome, you know, done. And I was seeing how much they were getting in tips and stuff like that. Mm. So I knew, I knew then I was like, okay, I can really rake this in. This is easy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd like to say I'm pretty good at talking people, especially doing like security and stuff like that. You really, you know, I was type, I was very personable. Mm -hmm. So it was super easy just because weed, you know, it sells itself. Oh yeah. Okay. And literally all I'm doing is just talking to these people, like telling them about my experiences with weed and stuff like that. And they were, you know, they loved it. And that's, you know, that's how I, you know, whenever I am on the register nowadays, I try to bring that back and just like try to make them feel good when they're purchasing weed. Cause I remember the first time I bought it and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So when you, when you first started, um did you how knowledgeable of the subject were you did you have to learn a lot or did you already know a pretty good amount 
I had to learn so much and I'm still learning. Like it's still like ever changing and I'm still just like, luckily I am on the forefront of it. So it's nice to get it while it comes down the pipe. But yeah, I, I had no idea. I'd literally, I didn't know what concentrates were, had no clue about edibles. I was pretty much just smoking flour and I was like, I couldn't even roll a joint. I was just smoking out of a bong that I bought. Mm-hmm. And that was my experience. And it was nice because you'd hear the other bud tenders talk and stuff. And then you'd pick it up. And then you'd get a sample of like a con- like a, a gram of wax. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, f- what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> you know, it's like, am I, do I have to like, do I have to heat this up in a spoon or something? You know, and then my cousin actually <laughs> showed me how to do a dab. And then from there, I was just like, okay, this is easy. And it's not when he pulled out the torch, I was instantly like, oh, my God, we're about to get wet. We're about to smoke <laughs> some crack right now. I was so worried. And I was like, Paul and his dad is a pastor. I'm just like, Paul, buddy, I'm going to call your dad. <laughs> but then he's like, no, 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 it's THC. <laughs> yeah. and, and the technology with that I, I've heard has really changed a lot. It's a lot safer than it used to be. Oh my God. So much safer. Like when I first started in the industry, they still use propane and butane and stuff now, but they were using like propylene glycol and stuff like that to, um, to cut the cartridges and stuff with. And that is like, you know, like radiator fluid, Mm. you know? So now, but nowadays, you know, it's pretty much all changed. It's like, it's safer, it's cleaner, you know? Um, and I've toured some of the labs that the stuff is made in and it looks, it looks just like a chemistry lab at a college. It's, it's awesome. And it's very cool to see that it's, it's progressing like that instead of just some guy in his uh, dining room with a brawn water filter, you know, blasting uh, butane through it. So yeah, it's definitely a good thing when you've got, I think all of the, that chemistry and science lab involved in it and like, okay, you know, this is legit now. Yeah, I know that uh, I'm definitely not going to die when I smoke this. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I don't think a single person has. So when you when you think about just getting high in general, you look back at your past, however long that is since, you, since that first time, is there um, a specific story that jumps out at you? Um, like what, what's sort of like one of your favorite memories of getting high? Oh, oh my God, this is... A great question. Um, so the f- it wasn't the first time I'd ever gotten high. It was like it was probably like I don't know five or six times from the first time. And my friends were living at our house um, in Colorado, and uh, my mom was still there and everything like that. She was still living with us, and uh, we had a party. And we hotboxed our entire house. I think my mom was away visiting her, my grandma in Minnesota. So we had a, we had a party. Okay. And I'd never hotboxed anything in my life. (laughs) And then all of a sudden my entire house and basement looked like it was on fire. Like we had smoked so much weed that I'm pretty sure it turned up like the, the wallpaper Mm. and it was like it was like a huge party and it was not a big house and like people were just kept showing up and i was like i have no idea who any of these people are and then like someone threw up in my mom's room jeez and i was all like oh jesus and i'm like cleaning up and it's like it was like the worst it was like this lady had like chicken alfredo before she came to the party and i was like i was like damn it and i'm just like cleaning that up and uh finally i was like 
I had to kill it. And I was like, oh, the cops were on the way. So everybody booked it. Everybody left. And I had to clean the entire house. And I'm just spraying Febreze. I think I spent like $20 on Febreze fabric softener, <laughs> um, which I should probably invest in now. Yeah. <laughs> so... And none of my friends, my friends were all just playing video games. And I'm like frantically cleaning. And then my mom comes home and she is like, oh, the house smells good. It looks good. Didn't know anything. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I come downstairs and my friend Tim is smoking a joint on the fucking couch. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, dude, my mom just got here. And she comes down and she just lays into Tim and then lays into me, and I was like, "Mom, I, I don't know what happened. I don't do that stuff. Okay, uh, if I knew he had, if if, if I knew he had it, I, I would have kicked him out." So I got a, I got a pretty good lashing. Tim got a pretty good lashing, but you know, my mom took it pretty well, and uh, you know, I was just, I was grounded pretty much, you know. So that that was definitely you know one of the first first times that. Uh, really stick out about my weed smoking experience yeah i mean if he had not had that joint going you would have gotten off scot-free uh have you since told her that you ended up like have you come out with the the with the real story oh yeah oh yeah she knows now (laughs) just because um you know i always thought i could like hide it from my mom but then she uh like she's not dumb by any means. I don't right. think any parents are dumb. They they know parents know. Okay. And then um like I was working in the dispensary and you know, I was always just like showing up high to like family functions and like always had eye drops. And then she's like, Jake, are you smoking weed? And I was like I was like, you know what, mom, I am smoking weed. And she was like, Okay, that's cool. You know, she had she like teared up a little bit and I'm like, Mom, but I can stop anytime. Okay, I just don't want to. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know. You're not addicted. Exactly. Exactly. And now, you know, she's super receptive of it. I've got her using like CBD lotions and creams and stuff like that. So she, even the fact that she's even touched any of that stuff was like amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how people like that, their minds have changed so much in the last five or 10 years, um, you know, because we're seeing this now, the states are legalizing it and CBD has become, you know, nationwide all over the place. And they, they're, they're finally realizing that um, this is not the bad thing that they thought it was. Um, and, and, you know, she probably also saw that you, she, or once she realized that you had been doing this for a long time, and also realize that you were a fully functioning adult and it wasn't affecting exactly. you that, okay, yeah, it's fine that he does this. Exactly. And I told her, I was like, mom, I've, I've been smoking for at least a year or two now. And she's like, huh, I just could never tell. And I'm just like, yeah, mom, because I'm not like my cousin, when he smokes, he's, oh my God, he's a goof. Okay. You can <laughs> definitely tell he's high. But you know, when I was smoking, I, you couldn't tell. Like I was just more, you know, I was, uh, I was in a better mood, you know, I was more upbeat. I was positive, you know, really having, you know, I, it was kind of like a, you know, an antidepressant for me, you know what I mean? So that was the nicest part. And, you know, it was, I didn't have to take any pills. So that was the nicest part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge thing, obviously. I mean, that, that actually comes up quite a bit in my interviews that it's just, um, you just feel, you feel better and that there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And it's not 
Like I don't have to be pres- like I'm I haven't gotten to the point where I need it as like a prescription or anything like that. That, you know, I'm doing pretty well, you know, self-medicating. So and that's you know what I always liked. I'm not a big fan of doctors or hospitals. So, you know, I think um I think eventually, you know, I think I would have found cannabis, but um I'm glad I was introduced to it when I was. You know, I wasn't super young, I wasn't super old. I think I was the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in terms of doctors, cannabis isn't going to help you with your broken leg, uh, but it's going to help you with a whole bunch of other things, that's for sure. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I think more people are starting to realize that. And, um, you know, I love seeing at work when the older generation comes in and, you know, you can tell who's been smoking, heard someone who's just like, yo, I need this for pain management. And then, you know, that's... That's actually a super rewarding part of the job for sure. Yeah, that's been really cool to see a lot of the older people coming in who have been who have stayed away from it for all these years. And they're now like, well, you know, hey, it's now legal in my state. I should uh, give this a shot and see what all the, the fuss is about. I know some people who are around my age and I'm like, you you live in this legal state. You should probably give it a shot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, like, do you want, I mean, you can go to your doctor and everything like that and then pay for your, you know, your health plan and your health insurance and all that stuff, which is totally fine, but, or you could go to the dispensary down the block and possibly get the same relief. Oh, yeah, and, you know, not get addicted to opioid pills or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly for you... Um, these days, do you have a preferred method of intake? Well, I usually used to be just a flower guy. You know, I'd like to think of myself as I was a purist and, you know, I just like smoking flower, you know, something about it. I've actually, I learned how to roll joints, learned how to roll blunts. So that was the nice thing. And I, you know, I just liked that the most, but, um, with COVID and everything like that, you know, I, and I, I have done the, you know, the wax, the shadows, the live resins, everything like that before. But like I said, I just preferred flower. So now since, you know, COVID is kind of, you know, kept us inside and everything like that. And I don't have to, you know, go out and try to act normal. I've, I've been smoking so much concentrates now. <laughs> now it's like, you know, two grams in a week. So, you know, I think after COVID, I'll probably, you know, go back to like doing flour and concentrates. And but as of lately, it's just been concentrates. Yeah, this year is sort of everything's out the window in terms of what's normal for us. Oh, exactly. And I feel like that's and that's totally acceptable. You know what I mean? I'm like, like COVID has rewritten the rules. And, um, you know, to me, uh, before I would, you know, I would get high and then I'd go out and like do my thing but now it's like i understand why people get high and just want to stay home like yeah. it's great it's a great feeling <laughs> so i mean it sounds like you smoke uh, quite a bit um do, is there a number is it once a day uh it sounds like it's more than once a week how much how often is it so monday through friday uh when i have to work and stuff like that it's i don't smoke until about uh 4 30 p.m Okay. Just because, um, you know, I'm the general manager, so I got to like always be on point and everything like that for work. But then as soon as I get off and you'll have some time, um, I'll smoke then. And it's, 
I don't know, probably two or three times before bed. And mm. then, you know, the weekends, though, the weekends, it's as soon as I wake up at 730, it's a dab. And then mm. it's pretty much, you know, dabs and dabs and joints throughout the day on the weekends. Yep. And then so what's what's you must have a, a pretty high tolerance. Do you ever make a point to take a tolerance break at some point in the year or a month or something? So what I'll do is um, I will drop back down to flour. So I won't smoke any concentrates or anything like that. And then I'll just smoke flour. And then after about a month is the month is the longest I've gone without, you know, um, really chiefing. But I, my tolerance has definitely gotten much higher. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, it used to be before I would just do a little tiny dab, and then I would just be like, "Oh man, my heart's racing. I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack." You know that I, it was like too high, but now it's just like um, I'm actually I just smoked. I'm just gonna smoke again. So mm-hmm. yeah, the concentrates. If you're definitely, you know, if you're looking for. If you want to be like super, super high, super fast, concentrates is definitely the way to go. All right. Um, And so, you know, this is obviously a thing that you do every day, uh, you know, multiple times a day, the weekends, it's all day. What, what is it that you like about it in a very general sense? It, to me, it almost just makes me feel... Oh, I, I definitely feel happier and stuff like that. Um, but it's kind of like the feeling, I don't know, of like 2006. You know what I mean? Where life was good. You know, you didn't have any worries in the world. You were able to play video games all day with your friends. You, you know, were doing hood rat shit and hooligan stuff. And, you know, that's what it kind of reminds me of. You know, we weren't on like, you know, a brink of society collapse and everything like Mm. that. And, you know, there wasn't a pandemic going on. So that's, I think that's probably why I like smoking weed the most is just because it reminds me for some reason of a simpler time, you know, back Mm. when I was, uh, you know, a happy carefree kid. Yeah, I, I like that answer. I, I don't think I've heard one quite like that. And it's so it's sort of like, um, like you said, a happy, a simpler time. Um, do you do you feel like would another way to put it would be sort of like, um, you know, back to your younger years where you don't have as much responsibility and it's really just about a feeling of just fun and being carefree? Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, I can, I I like to work when I'm high as well. It's just, you know, I'm such uh, a perfectionist that I just, I don't want a chance making any mistakes, you know? So I try to keep it minimal when I'm working. I mean, maybe on a lunch break, we'll go chief and everything, but um, yeah, I just, it just makes me feel, you know, like you said, carefree. Yeah. Nice. Well, on that note, we are actually going to start to get into some of the specifics. So that's, you know, that's the very general sense uh, on a very high level, pun intended. Um, so what about your level of focus? I don't know if you've ever thought about things like this, but how do you think your level of focus changes when you get high? Oh, so I'm definitely, I feel like I have much more, like I have 
spider sense you mm. know it's always tingling and i'm definitely a lot more focused and uh you know if i have to drive somewhere or something like that i'm always like i feel like i'm the perfect driver like i wrote the book in driver's ed <laughs> yeah. like i got i got a hundred percent on my driver's quiz and i'm just like that person just took an illegal turn or something like that so i i definitely feel like i'm more precise precise you mm. know even though I, i'm probably just a walking buffoon you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it, that's the thing it's hard to know you know there there's what you feel and then there's the reality of the situation and which is it and sometimes what you feel is real but sometimes it's not and um i don't know i mean I, i've definitely heard a lot of people have similar statements about driving specifically um that's definitely one that uh you know you you need to have a lot of focus to to drive well um and when you're when you're drunk you you don't drive like you should and you are not focused i mean oh, i no. i i literally i i saw a drunk driver i assume he was drunk i don't know what not drunk person would have driven like this and yeah. just slammed into <laughs> another car um but yeah when 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 people are high and they're driving there's um yeah there's just a different level of focus um so I, th I think that there is some reality to that feeling, you know, whether or not it's 100%, I don't know. But any, any other thoughts about just your focus being different? Well, and then there's times where if I don't have to do anything and I just, I can be lazy, it's, then it's just like, I'm going to melt into this couch. It's that type of high. And then I have no focus. And mm. then I'm just like, uh, what do I do? Like, what am I going to do today? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep smoking weed today, I think. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely, I, I don't feel like I have to like turn it off and on, you know, I just feel like it can change in an instant too. So that's nice. Yeah. And I mean, if you've got a day where you literally have nothing you have to do, then why not? Why not sit there and have exactly. no focus? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so sort of relatedly, um, what is your sense of time like when you get high? Oh, it, the day definitely goes faster. Mm. Definitely, definitely goes faster. And I don't know if it's just because that's like a, maybe a weekend thing. You know, you, it's never enough weekend oh, yeah. when you have it. But um, I, I'd like to say that, you know, I do, I do tend to lose track of time. So I will set alarms. Like I will make sure that, you know, if I have, if I have to do something or I have to like think about doing something, I'm going to set an alarm and a reminder that, oh, hey, you know, you, you got to do this one thing at this time. But other than that, you know, I, I don't think I lose, I, you know, I don't think I'd like, to, I'd like to say I don't lose track of time, but I definitely do. Definitely <laughs> do. Yeah. So, so uh, time seems to speed up. Uh, you know, yeah, it's when you're, when you're, uh, when you're not doing anything, when you're just, uh, enjoying the day and possibly falling asleep. Uh, yeah, I could see the day going by pretty quickly. Yeah. And then you're just like, uh, well, I'm super high. I'm going to take a nap. And then you have a great nap, you know, <laughs> for like an hour and a half. I'm convinced that like an hour and a half is the perfect nap time. You wake up and it's like, uh, still got, still got some day left to enjoy. Yep. Gonna smoke another joint and take another nap, probably. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, 
so again, sort of on that same track of things, how do you think your memory is when you get high? <sighs> hmm. So inherently, I have a terrible memory. Just anyway. Terrible. Um, just anyway, without marijuana, it, my memory is shot and I get it from my mother, mm. but, uh, you know, I always have to write things down or make a note of it. Um, I, I don't think weed really affects my memory just because, mm, okay. I can't say that. I can definitely say I can forget like things that I've done already that day. Like if Haley comes home from work on the weekend and she's like, Oh, what did you do today? It takes me a minute to think. I'm like, fuck, what did I do today? Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. I did this. I did do something. I wasn't just sitting here the whole day. <laughs> so maybe little micro forgets we can call them. Okay. And, and it sounds like it's not, um, it's maybe more of the genetics that you're having a bad memory partly the the weed but it's it's mostly genetics yeah i definitely don't think the weed helps <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it's it's definitely my mother passed this trait to me and uh yeah it's the one <laughs> negative trait she passed me is not because she has a terrible memory terrible terrible mm. and uh now i i can just see like man i'm starting to forget things like it's getting, it's getting bad now, Ma. I understand. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, with age, that's uh, usually comes anyway. So uh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm hoping there's some sort of uh, a cannabinoid that will improve memory <laughs> down the line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a ton of research left to do, so uh, you never know. I would not be surprised if people start breeding plants like that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, here in Colorado, they're already, you know, um, breeding plants that have THC and CBN, which is, you know, the cannabinoid that's really good for sleep. So, mm. you know, it, I'm sure it's it's going to, like I said, you know, these people are coming in to grow this, they're growing this weed, but, you know, they have chemistry degrees and stuff like that. So um, it, it, it it changed from how we were consuming five years ago to today, and it's going to, in another five years, it's going to be another completely different time. Yeah, it's going to be so different. I think about the future and and how everything changes constantly. Uh, I think about that a lot. And, you know, in the moment, you think like, oh, well, this is now and this is how it's going to be all the time. But yeah, like you said, if you look back five years the just in the cannabis world i mean not just in just in your life and the whole world in general but just in mm -hmm. cannabis it's a whole different world and so what is another five years going to be like um things are constantly changing and you can't avoid that and you need to kind of embrace it and so uh yeah i'm i'm really excited to see what what the future brings especially with that so did you say that the cannabinoid was cbn for sleep Yep. Mm -hmm. So CBN is going to be your can cannabinoid that is going to, you know, really help you relax the most to get um, a full REM cycle. And that's, you know, that's what's going to help you with your sleep the most. It's going to be that CBN. You know, CBD is good for the pain management and everything like that. But CBN and people are starting to you know, put a lot more CBN into edibles and tinctures and stuff of that nature. So, you know, CBN's the next one. And I'm, I'm excited to see like what cannabinoid they're going to start picking out next, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know there's 
at least a hundred, if not hundreds of them. And, you know, our knowledge of that is going to change. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to see, uh, yeah, more with CBN specifically and uh, just all the knowledge that's coming out of the research that we're doing. That's really, uh, it's, that's going to be really fun. Um, you know, so maybe they'll find a cannabinoid that is specifically related to creativity. Probably not. But that's my transition into my next question. How do you think your creativity is changed when you get high? Oh my gosh. I am I'm a I'm a freaking Picasso. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not I'm not good with like art and stuff like that. But when um when I'm high, I like I come up with really good ideas for some reason. And their ideas like Oh, uh, you know, it'd be really good at, in that location. Uh, man, that'd be a cool walk-up restaurant where a bunch of food trucks just sit and da da da. You know, they're 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 like, they're not like the best ideas, but they are they are creative. I'll give I'll give myself that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they they are ideas. They are creative ideas, and it sounds like you probably have more of them when you get high. But the, the the jury is still out on whether or not they're good ideas. Yes, and I, if I, and and again, you know, if I don't write them down, my mother's memory will forget them. <laughs> oh yeah, common, very common occurrence. And so, have you ever actually been able to um, create any of these ideas? Have you ever tried to 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 make one of these things happen? So. A lot of it has come uh, come around from uh, my job. So, you know, it will come to me in the form of like, oh, you know, we should do this for our advertising. That way we can hit this demographic of people and we're going to see um, a higher amount of sales this quarter. So, and it's usual. I'm usually... It's usually on the weekend when I have these ideas and they're they're pretty work focused, I would say. Mm. And I don't know why I'm like this. I don't want to think about work on my weekends, <laughs> you know, but and it just happens. And I'm just like, oh, we should do this or we should, you know, make this cool packaging to go with this or something like that. So that's I think that's where my creativity generally goes. And other times I'm just like. Oh, Haley, you should you should paint a Psyduck doing this, you know? And then she's like, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand the feeling of, of not wanting to think about work when you're not at work and when, you know, w- w- uh, when it's the weekend. But the difference with you is that your job is cannabis. And that's the thing that you like. You, you, um, you spend your free time enjoying it and... So your work already is different than the vast majority of all of our work. Uh, so first of all, I'm very jealous of that. Um, but it's, <laughs> yeah, so, it, you know, it's no wonder that you're going to think about work in your free time because you're getting high and that is directly related to your job. And if you think of good ideas to make your job better and to bring in more money and to make people happier, then that's just going to have a, a benefit to you as well. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Exactly. And it's it's definitely... I You know, and, and the way I'd thought about it before I really got into the cannabis industry, I was like... 
I was having a hard time like, man, is this something that I want to do? Can I make a career out of this? And then, you know, six months of just bud tending, they gave me the keys to the store to be a manager. Mm. And I was like, okay. Oh, that, I mean, that was kind of kind of quick. You don't know me that well. But, I mean, I'm going to do a good job. I'm going to do my best, 100%. And then another six months happened. And then they sent me to another town in Colorado to open a full dispensary. And I was like, holy shit. Okay, I got to be doing something right here. Hmm. And then six months after that, they sent me to another spot. And I, op- I helped open another one for them. So, and then, you know, it wasn't until they were going to send me down to open, help open that first store that I it really in my head was like, okay, like I'm going to focus all my time on this. This is going to be my career. This is something I can do with relative ease and I can smoke weed and be fine all day. So yeah. that was, that was, you know, that's the nicest part about the industry is just being able to, you know, do something you love and, also get a discount on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Haley was saying that you'll you'll bring back uh, samples or various things, and she gets to try it all. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anytime there's like I am, I am not an edible person. Okay, I'm kind of a bigger guy, and so uh, when you consume edibles, um, they kind of like attach to your uh, fat cells so 10 milligrams to me i'm just like i'm i am higher than a giraffe stick i'm just i'm so high and she will take like 30 40 milligrams and just be fine and i'm just like who are you huh that's interesting because i mean maybe i mean i guess there's a difference between like height and your weight but i always thought that if you're a bigger person that it, you actually need a little bit more but you're saying that if you have more i guess fat on your body that you the 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 edible will actually affect you more so so it attaches to your your like fat lipids and then it'll just it just sticks around longer oh so like like i said 10 milligrams to me will last and it's, I believe it's also, this could also be genetic. I have a horrible uh, metabolism. Okay. Okay. So I'm sure that breaks down the edible even slower and then it's sucked onto, you know, your fat cells and everything like that. So then it's like you are nuclear high for about two hours unless you drink a bunch of water. Okay. So, and that's just my experience with edibles. I don't, you know, I don't really like edibles, but you know, when you get free marijuana, it's like, hmm. All right. Yeah, you're not going to turn that down. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, I'll have to think about that. Um, so let's see. So some of the other things that I like to ask about, um, music is one of them. First of all, do you play music or is it, are you more of a, a music listener? Um, I'm more of a listener. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I played like trumpet in high school band, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't even very good at that. Uh, the only reason I was in band was uh, because we got to go on cool field trips. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. I was in band for many, many years. So I know all about what you're talking about. Yeah. And and it's, their excuses, like get out of class and everything like that. And then I was like, hell yeah, I want to do that. And I picked the easiest instrument to learn. So, <laughs> uh, but as far as music goes, uh, I have super weird tastes like, um, 
and definitely there I have different moods like if I'm smoking a joint or a blunt I tend to listen to like rap like Devin the Dude or um uh Mac Dre and stuff like that like older cannabis artists um and then if I'm like if I'm playing video games and smoking weed I'm listening to a lot more of like EDM stuff you know um you know more to like get into the mood of the video game and stuff like that and the the marijuana like it definitely intensifies it and you know it kind of you kind of get into a mood and your vibe if your vibe is right you know it, it it's going to definitely enhance the high so we are going to end part one there. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure that you check out part two so you can hear the rest of Jake's story next week. Uh, and of course, if this is after part two has aired, then you can just binge them both together. Uh, so yes, as usual, please rate and review and subscribe and share. Please let other people know about this. Um, I am starting to uh, get these episodes up on a, uh, a, a website called theweedtube.com. It's like YouTube for cannabis-related things because I know that a lot of other cannabis-related content tends to get uh, deleted or marked as, uh, you know adult in some way i can't think of the word that's it's marked and people uh you know it's hard to get your cannabis content out there um i think a lot of things are just blocked as well so uh you know you can go check these out on uh, in a video format with just the logo on theweedtube.com and um also i should mention that i recently got a new review this was on december 22nd uh so i'm a little bit late this is from deaf clap uh, and it's just called Amazing. Five stars. What a great podcast. It's always great to hear others who are 420 friendly and their experiences while stoned. Spencer navigates the interview so smoothly and it seems effortless. So uh, thank you for that. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, so I hope that uh, you, you writer of the review and everybody else, uh, you know, go, go listen and listen to more and tell other people about it. All right. I've talked enough. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and uh, until next time, this is Spencer and somebody else talking about what it's like to be high. The Spencer is going to call me here shortly. Whew, super nervous. <laughs> <laughs>